Spooky, spooky. All right. As we know, <laughs> life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard to see our way through. Beyond the norm mundane are where the unscripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. So people, <clears throat> today we are focusing on, or the episode is actually titled, The Paycheck Equation. And what the paycheck equation is, um, based on... Um, what is it? What Marcus has put together here um, is time plus effort worth the pay. So um, that's the paycheck um, equation. So basically what it is, is the work you put in at your current occupation, is it really worth the pay? So are you really getting paid what you deserve as far as uh, the amount of work you put in at your job or place of occupation? Um, So I have a lot to say about that, but but I'm gonna let Marcus uh, kickstarter a conversation before I even really dive deep into it. So when I thought about this, I was just thinking about, you know, we, a lot of us have done jobs and we just feel like we're not being fairly compensated for the efforts and the things that we put in. And there's some jobs that we're, you know, absolutely compensated at the the level that we we should be, but it's a thing that, you know, we, like I said, when we enter an agreement to work with somebody, work for somebody like we're giving away our time which in my opinion like i've said before like time in my opinion is our most valuable resource so when we're giving our time and then you're putting in this effort like this some like sometimes you're putting in like an enormous amount of effort and it can be like maybe you're trying to prove yourself maybe you just graduated high school college maybe you just got this job and you're just trying to like you're 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 putting in an exceptional amount of time and effort but the compensation which you're receiving is not equivalent to the effort that you're putting in. And I think as we kind of dive into it, we might see that, well, there's a little bit, there's a, uh, there, there's a few different things that like how we can approach, approach um, looking at like, if we're actually being paid, what we feel like we're worth, but I just swing it back to you so you can give the insights on this man and just uh, share what you think. Well, when you think about the paycheck equation, man, and when I think about all the cruddy jobs that I worked, man, it was like a couple of levels or elements to the job, if that makes sense. It all depends, right? <clears throat> like, for example, um, one job, I was a rented cop. I know, I know I'd say that as a joke, but I, <laughs> but I really was a rent cop. Uh, I worked for building security. Um, and um, I did that for what two years, three maybe. Easy. And you know, everyone was like, "Man, this is such a cakewalk job." And I'm like, "Yeah, but at the same time, no, because when shit goes down, it falls on you." So, <laughs> so it's just like certain circumstances where you know you might be controlling one building or whatnot, and you gotta think about all the exits in the building, who's in the building, the usage of the building, everything, the whole nine. And it's just like it gets to a point sometimes where a building might be high, highly active, and in my case, some of the buildings were highly more highly active than the other ones that I secured at any given time. 
And um, if you're working like a six, seven hour shift, sometimes maybe longer than that, depending on the day um, of the week, it can get really like out of hand and out of touch, man. You know, there's people that think that you um, are entitled to there's people that think they're entitled to certain things like they may ask you to unlock certain doors or entryways to get into certain areas where they have no business getting into and they try to talk you into that or try to school you into that and you know there's people that get mad or people that talk down on you and stuff like that and mind you i'm only getting paid minimum wage for this so when it equates to the effort i have to do like that job really was not worth it wasn't worth it. It was and it wasn't. The only reason why I traded off for that is because you do get uh, some downtime, but it wasn't worth it in the sense of like the level of responsibility and the crabby ass people you had to deal with, man. Like you literally had to mediate everything. You had to run everything. You didn't have nobody to answer to. And all they did was give you the keys and say, here, make this work. And luckily with the person I am and being who I am, I made that shit work. But I'm just saying that <laughs> it it was it was not easy, man. And, you know, I'm just giving you one example. I have many jobs I've done where I've been pretty much the head honcho and I've been running stuff, but not on paper. It don't look like it. But I'm the one that's keeping everybody that's coming to work every day just because you got an ignorant ass manager. Like I've been in situations like that. Uh, how about yourself, Marcus? You ever been in situations where you feel like you're doing way more than, you know, what you uh, signed up for? Yeah, but let's let me take a moment to appreciate Joe being top flight security. <laughs> like, please, this story. <laughs> only because it's only funny because I was I was there with Joe when he was working. So I used to go like I used to go visit Joe on his ships. You know, so. Like I've seen him, like I I've seen him working. It's just it's entertaining to hear this side of the story. So I hope you appreciate this man being top flight, calm down these buildings <laughs> on the college campus. But but uh yeah, I mean I've had those I've had those jobs. I think a lot of us have had those jobs, and it's it's one of those things where like you're not getting paid that much, like you're not getting paid that much, but then you're being asked to like to really do all this stuff and go above and beyond. Yeah, so what you about to say, Joe? That's another, ahead. that's another thing, man. Mandatory. I couldn't take no time off because nobody else could fill in and do what I did. So yeah. I was mandatory. Even the people that actually were like the head of the building got to know me by name and requested I would be on certain days. So even on holidays where I'm just like, okay, I want to go home or I want to do something with my family. Couldn't do it. Couldn't. So I was watching something recently. I'm glad you said, I'm glad you added that because I was watching the thing and it's, it's always somebody that, so say Joe, you just say, I'm not doing it. They hired somebody else. Cause you got to think in college, like all the jobs we had, like, I mean, I mean, I had a lot of jobs you had, you were working. They think you're expendable. So it's one of those things where, all right, these people were, I mean, you're really, for me, like you're really in a position where it's like you're desperate for a job and you'll just do whatever campus, like whatever campus job you can find or whatever, you'll take it. Like I worked in this, like the cafeteria cooking oh, on the grill. Man. I worked at one of the other restaurants on campus. Did the thing where we were like moving furniture and stuff as well. I had a few jobs um, on campus, but, but, um, well, you think like none of those jobs pay particularly well. They just pay you that, you know, essentially minimum wage for the most part, but, 
but uh, maybe a little bit over. But that was, I mean, that was that was really it. And you think about like how pivotal, like pivotal, pivotal of a role you're playing in like the organization, and you didn't have to understand like if you're not like think about the position that we were in when we took the job. There's gonna be hundreds of people, if not thousands of people, that are willing to do the same work for the little pay. So it's not like there's a like it doesn't require these jobs don't require an enormous amount of skill. Like they don't, they don't. And I worked these jobs like it didn't like man, listen, bro, I dropped them fries in the grease, put those burgers on the grill. I thought I was pretty decent. I thought it was pretty decent, but like really anybody can do that. It's not specialized in that sense. So these are some of the things that I think we should, and that's an important thing to acknowledge is that when you're looking at what you're being paid, you have to be, I think we have to be honest with ourselves and look at what level, like what's the skill level here for one. And like how many other people could do this job if I left, you know? And I think that's how some of these low pay jobs are kind of set up is that there's just, man, listen, you get a robot to do some of the stuff I was doing. There's actually <laughs> robots. There's actually robots that are coming. I talk about that in another episode. I won't get into that, but but uh, but I think that's one of the things is that like we got to look like really. I think it's a point. There's a there's a line of being like honest because yeah, there's exploitation. There's definitely jobs that people are being underpaid for. People will just I think sometimes like you were saying, Joe. People will just because you work in a certain position, like people just think they can treat you a certain way. And I think, and I think because we work like we work like because we both work in these positions. I know a lot of people that are listening to this have worked in these positions as well. The people just think they can treat you like whatever. But what they don't know is they should be careful when they do that. But uh, but Joe, I guess uh, one question I have uh, for for you is that when we look at frequency of pay, like most people are in two weeks, like you're getting paid like. Every two weeks, I've been paid once, like weekly, biweekly. I've never been in like a month, a monthly scenario. I don't think I would like that. But, but, uh, like, what do you think about just the model of being paid every two weeks or once a month or once a week? Um, I'm gonna try to answer this as wholesome as possible because <laughs> I've been through all that. The way I see it is, I've been paid on a weekly basis before right that's usually like your food jobs man the you know usually like the food industry if you're like a grill cook or something like that they typically pay you weekly um for people that don't know um and i liked it but i hated it at the same time <clears throat> liked it because you got your money right away right but i hated it because it was just like you know that money goes so fast you know you don't really hold on to it at all whatsoever um when you go to bi-weekly man um you know bi-weekly is is nice because you don't blow your money too fast and on top of that you know um you know it's something you can definitely fall back on and currently now you know i don't get paid on a weekly basis i don't get paid on a monthly basis i don't get paid on a bi-weekly basis I only get paid two dates a month now. So that's a even that's an adjustment for me too. Cause you know, I'm so used to getting paid bi-weekly 
Now I only get paid on two days out of a month. It don't matter what days is on that damn calendar. I only get paid two days out that month. <laughs> so that's an adjustment too. But if I could have it, I would say bi-weekly, man, just because that's just a standard. I think it's uh, it's a healthy way. Like it forces you to be a little bit more responsible with your money. But at the same time, um, it's really easy to blow your check in one day. Um, but I could say the same thing for someone on a weekly basis. You know how many times I worked on a weekly job, like a job that pays weekly, and I blew that whole check in one weekend? I did that practically almost every check. That's the reason why I had to get other jobs, you know, um, to make it work for me. So um, hopefully I answered your question, but I think biweekly would definitely be the best solution for me. Yeah. I can pay twice, like set two days. Different, man. Different. So, um, so one of the things I, I think is really important when we're looking at time and effort, like the time and the effort that we put in, it's about having perspective. Like if you think you're worth X amount of dollars, I know when I came out of like college, I was like, man, we're six figures. Easy. Was I? No, not at all. Cause I haven't, I didn't develop the skill, like the skills to like demand that kind of salary, you know? And, but like, I think one of the things is that the, we put too much value in letting employers set the standard for how we value ourselves. Like, yeah, you might pay me. I might agree that you pay me this amount. Of that doesn't mean that that's what I'm worth because that's only a set period of time that I'm working for you. That's like 40 hours after that 40 over the grind continues, you know? So that's just me entering an agreement for this salary that you're going to pay me. But like as I, and I've talked about this before, like, you know, like how I view myself, like I'm an, inter, like I'm an enterprise. I am a business myself. So when I agree, when I make it a choice to work for a company, when I make the choice to work for somebody else, like I make that decision to work for these people or whoever I work for. Because there has to be something that's equivalent of value. Sometimes it's not always monetary. I work with some of the like top people in the country that are working in real estate in the land area in the country. So I work with some high performance folks. I work with people that are making six, seven figures easy, like easy day. You know, so what I'm saying is that it's not like just making the salary or whatever I'm paid. It's an opportunity to work with the best in the country that are working at a high level, that are entrepreneurs, doing things every day, and also have the opportunity to help people, which is my main mission anyway. So when you think about that, when you see yourself as not just like a mercenary being hired out to the highest bidder and you value yourself, like you can approach these jobs differently. I mean, John, we both take jobs we didn't want to take. We just did it because we had to. Survival. But, but if you have the option, to align yourself with the organization or a group of people that kind of are working in the, the same, the, the same, like they're working on the trajectory and these folks have the same mindset that you have, that why not work with those people? It might not pay as much as you want, but like take a look at your paycheck when you get paid, whenever you get paid, ask yourself at your job, outside of the money, what else do you get? Like what else are you getting outside of that compensation every two weeks, every week, every month? Like, what else is there for me? Like, I'm getting a ton, a ton outside of my paycheck, you know? And it's 
one of the reasons why I decided to be employed where I currently work is because of that opportunity, you know, but it's because I see myself as business to business. I'm a business, so I'm going to help your business. You're going to pay me. You're going to help my business. So it's not like I'm not just going out here working for whoever. It doesn't work like that for me anymore. You know, it's if you have something to offer me and I have something to offer you, we enter into an agreement. I hold up my end. You hold up your end. You pay me. And then I'm able to, with my mindset, I'm able to benefit from a lot of other aspects of where I currently, where I'm currently employed. And that's it. And that pours into my business. So it's a win for, for me in my mind, for my business that I do. It's a win-win because that money goes into investments. It goes into some of the things that I do in my business as well. So it's a win-win. But it's because I see myself as a business, not just somebody out here going to work for whoever because it doesn't work like that for me anymore. But what I'm trying to explain is that, like, don't let these jobs and these positions, just because that job pays 30, 40, 50, 60 thousand dollars, like we're worth more than that. That's just a job with the salary. After that job is over and you go home and you clock out, go kill it. Go kill it, do your own thing. Go kill it at your second job. Go kill it in your side business. Like do it because you're worth as much as you think you're worth, that's what you're worth. Sure, that's what we're doing right now. Salaries. But yeah, <laughs> but, but no, Joe, I was, man, I went on the rant for a little bit. But. Nah, they needed to hear that. That's great. This is this is the meat and potatoes of the uh, of the episode, man, definitely. Um, so just to piggyback off of Marcus um, and just reiterate from my perspective, man, with, with jobs, since we didn't, me and him both had our fair share of like cruddy jobs as I would call it cruddy. I would say something else, but I'm trying to be, uh, trying to edit myself, cruddy jobs. So, <laughs> so with that being said, and now that we're kind of like more experienced and we know what to do, what to take and what not to take, like we know what's a good offer or what's a good opportunity versus what might lead us down the rabbit hole, so to speak. Right. And send us back into maybe like messing us up from a mental perspective, like depression, stressed out. Like we don't want that anymore. Like we know the skill set we bring to the table and we want somebody that's going to honor that. So that's the reason why I'm happy in the situation where I'm at currently, because I got out of a stressful situation where they did demand, demand overtime um, at times and um, not saying that that was a deal breaker for me or not. And I understand that you weren't overly compensated for it, but it was just like sometimes like if things weren't moving because of your line of work. You know what I'm saying? It couldn't wait. You had to get that in. Otherwise, they were on your head. You know what I'm saying? That was your ass. It was over, you know? So, it, you know, like, it's okay to deal with those type of pressures, and I'm built for that. But just to have the idea that you don't get no additional compensation for that, and you're making the organization that much more money um, in, the, in the strike of what you're doing, because we're strictly dealing with money and saving them money, and they're not giving you no merit for them, saving them millions of dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? And you're not getting no credit for that. The only people that get credit for that are the people that think that they're calling the shots when they're really not, you know, because they don't know how to code. They don't know how to figure this stuff out, you know, and they don't even commend you. You know what I'm saying? And they also underhand your boss on top of that. So, you know what I'm saying? That leaves, uh, I know that's corporate, but all corporate ain't dirty corporate, if that makes sense. 
So if you're going to do corporate, man, find the right people. Um, and I think I did find the right lane where, you know, in a sense, I work for myself, even though I do work for a bigger organization. But, you know, what I'm saying like, I don't have to worry about that anymore, you know. And I think one of the benefits as far as like looking into something that's going to work for you versus you just solely just taking money and just doing whatever they're, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just signing a slave contract, you know, the key things you need to think about is like what you're getting out of it. Like Marcus said, you know, out of this new gig, you know, I can now invest. They give me an opportunity where I can invest, where they have investment programs. The other job didn't have none of that set up for me. Um, what else? and certifications they're paying for my certifications because they want me to be as marketable as possible so they can make more money off of me that's a win-win for me uh, other situation i couldn't do certifications it was like a glass ceiling there it was like oh no like we can only allow certain people to do this and they was just more or less because they were afraid of me moving up where i'm at now they don't care they need more people up so we can have more people and bring more people in you get what i'm saying like you want to work for something like that where everybody's one where they're trying to move you know in the same direction versus like trying to hold people and pigeonhole people you know that that never turns out well then the last one is you know like i said like opportunity for growth man if there's no opportunity for growth and you're kind of like at the end or you're like at a dead end you know what i'm saying i could see you sticking around if you may have some like offhand priorities like maybe you're dealing with like several kids and you're like a soccer dad or a soccer mom so it's just like okay this is good for right now because i can maintain this job because i know what to do but you know on the other side i can really like be that family person you know what i'm saying i get that i understand that but if you're really hungry for like personal development or professional development as well um, you know, you can't put yourself in those situations. You got to push as far as you can, because eventually you will end up like that. And I'm not saying that you always will, but I'm just saying that <clears throat> just in case you do, you want to make sure that you push as far as you can with anything, because you never know where you're going to land. So <clears throat> with that being said, especially as a young professional, and even if, you know, you got capacity to even push yourself further, you know, always try to find a good setup for you. So it's okay to work a job, you know what I'm saying? You're in between jobs or what we'd like to call in between blessings. So it's okay to work a job um, that you don't more or less care for, for X amount of years. It's okay. But are you putting that information forward to where you're building the case for the next gig that would be even better for you? Because that's what this is all about. You raising your whole resume, like building your skill set. So when you can have those opportunities where you can uh, interview with the best of them, you will, and you will land that job, man. That's what it's about. You know, it's not about you staying where you're at unless you feel completely comfortable where you are. Um, but, you know, naturally, if you're on that mindset, as far as like building yourself, you're not going to stay in that position. The only recommendation I could really give you, and, you know, it's something I stuck with, is if you don't get a promotion within two years, it's time for you to leave. It's time for you to move on. I'm serious. And sometimes there's a uh, exception to that rule. Like maybe you had an off year and maybe some things may have happened, medical leave or something like family structure dynamics has happened or occurred, you know, that's happened to me, right? So I get that. But if none of that's going on and you've delivered and you've definitely given more than your fair share of time and effort and energy into things, it's time for you to look elsewhere, man. So, you know, as much as I want to be nice about that, 
um, that's something I got to be a straight shooter on because there's too many opportunities out here for us to just be fumbling the bag. You know, there's more and more older generations retiring. And I want to see more of us to assume roles faster and quicker. And the best way we can do that is to keep polishing ourselves. And that's one way that you know you're going somewhere is if you're actually doing what you came to do. And on top of that, you're executing. And on top of that, you're actually not necessarily being aggressive. You know, this does take patience. This does take strategy. You know, I've known people to really push the hands of managers and rub up the wrong way where they force themselves out of the organization because all they want is the money. It's not about the money, man. The money's going to come. It's really about you actually building up those skill sets because they can't deny what's in your head. You know what I'm saying? They can't take that away from you. All right. Hey, you know, like we did well. Joe, what you think about this? Uh, think about doing a series on uh, escaping min- minimum wage. What you think about that? That's right up our alley. I think that's a must. All right, man, let's do it. Hey, listen, if you listen to this and you work in minimum wage, take a look. It's, it's Don't let that job define you at all. Like, there's a lot of things that we can do. We're going to dive into, we're going to dive in on that. But, but uh, yeah, don't don't get don't get caught up in all of this. There's ways that we're able to get out here. We can elevate ourselves, but you know we already over time here anyway. So uh, if you ain't got anything else, man, I'll take care. Be safe. Later.